out of Compton. Yeah. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the retorting raconteur. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, how are you? Well, how has your week been? Uh, faster than the week before, which was faster than the week before. And there seems to be a perpetual speeding up of time. Are you accelerating? I think I am accelerating, Steve. Yeah. Um, that might be the the dark matter. Dark energy? <laughs> Whatever's making the universe expand quicker. Synergy. Um, yeah. Or synergy. <laughs> Business That's synergy. It. Yeah. Yeah. It, time seems to be going really quickly uh, and it's messing with my head. So this feels like yesterday we had this conversation. Um, yeah. uh, this week I have been virtually Mostly. crafting. Uh, so yes, you were. it was the duo monthly virtual craft festival on YouTube. Nice. And uh, I wasn't able to make it last uh, last time. Uh, because busy, um, but it was great to be back. Great to to get back in the saddle um, and uh, think of a challenge to complete within an hour, which was great. Um, and did you complete it this time? I actually completed it this time, and hey! uh, uh, to uh, to a certain level of success. <laughs> I mean, in my defence, I, I I complete every challenge. It's just yeah. there are there are levels of completion. <laughs> um, I, th- I think just for anybody that didn't see it, you should probably say what it was because I only saw it on your Instagram and I love it so much. So <laughs> um, it, it's it's been a topic of, of of the podcast a few times, but the massive TV, the massive CRT TV behind me, um, flat screen, CRT flat TV. screen, CRT, flat screen component video, CRT TV <laughs> video behind me. Um, <laughs> was bought for five pounds off eBay with the sole purpose of wanting to make an arcade cabinet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically a time crisis arcade cabinet. Yeah. Um, and the kind of one of the, one of the key features I want of this cabinet is to have a foot pedal for when you go into cover in the game. So yeah. when you're in the game, you shoot in the bad guys and then you hide behind things for cover and then you come back out. Uh, and, and you have on to the shoot ho- off screen to reload. Yeah, have to shoot off screen to reload. Um, and in the home console game, you just do that by pressing a button. Yeah. But in the actual arcade game, there's a little foot pedal. And I always loved that foot pedal. Yeah. Um, and basically, I spent the hour online, live on YouTube, just trying to work out how to rewire a console gun controller into a foot pedal and make kind of like a proof of concept prototype just to see if it worked. Um, and it did. And we got there in, in, in the allocated time. Um, so now, now I know I can do that. I can build out the cabinet, um, get some sort of mechanism for how to run the console kind of like, you know, having a, having a, an arcade game is not the same as having a home console. You know, there's there's certain ways that it powers up and has to be on all the time. And, you know, can I somehow get credits working? So you put a coin in and it, you know, allow, allows you to play, yeah. all those kind of fun things. Um, so it was, the, it was the start of this project and it was just nice to kick it off awesome. and involve other people instead of yeah. just kind of doing it myself. Nice. All I can think about is the amount of tokens or quarters or money I pumped into those machines when I was See, I'm, t- I'm tempted to get like an old coin mechanism for coins of the era. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll have to take old pound coins. So you can't See, just come swatting in with your fancy new euro shaped pound coins. I was gonna say you should get some like get a token machine mm. and fill the token machine with cast tokens where it's like <laughs> it's oh it's a circle, God. but it's then got the the hack jack face <laughs> on it. Nice. All right, um, so now you're minting your own currency. Yeah, which I, I don't know if it's, it's allowed. Who knows? I think, I think as long as you're not minting actual pound coins, it's fine. Okay. You can make like your take on NFTs, it's like if you have one of, exactly. the, one of the owl tokens, then there you, you go. can go play Time Crisis. Oh, what would an owl coin be called? TBC. Put in the comments below. Sound off in the comments below. What, what an owl coin. What, what is the currency of this fucking universe i live in um <laughs> i kind of like alcoin though it's sounds... yeah alcoin yeah um and in between that i have been tearing down an engine ready to drop in the um twin engine pickup truck uh, again something i did live on youtube in an hour for virtual craft festival it's not really crafty <laughs> tearing down an engine but i um i give it a good go i've been rebuilding that uh, which has been thoroughly enjoyable and satisfying uh, until I got to the point where everything was torn down, everything was clean, spotless, beautiful, back to bare aluminium, shining away, um, and there's a massive big crack in the engine block. Yeah. So fortunately, I have five of the same engine, so I (laughs) I spent the evening tearing down another one, so I've now got a a living room full of two engines completely (laughs) torn down, um, ready to rebuild. So as soon as we wrap up this conversation, I'm getting back onto that. Uh, cool. And I've got an engine stand and everything. I've got a, ho- a hoist ready to drop it in. Nice. Um, and hopefully that'll be good to go. What are you going to do with the cracked block? I mean, I, I think it would still run. It's not cracked in a critical place. Yeah. It's just one of the um, oh. the crank mains. It's where that is. And, and apparently it, it's like a it's the Achilles tendon of that engine. So it happens so... all the time. I was going to say, you like, I was going to be really trite and be like, oh, you should put a glass top on it and make a coffee table. Um, <laughs> but if, it's, if you think it will still run, you could totally build like a little buggy, like literally just like a frame engine and two axles. And... So there's a, do you know what a Suzuki Ignis is? Yes. <laughs> there's one on Facebook for 400 quid near Fire. me. <laughs> and I was thinking exactly that. Strip the shell off. Yeah, completely, and just make like a because it's a four wheel drive one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, make a no, mad that's... little like half ton buggy. Amazing. Yeah. So maybe that's what I'll do. Yes, I I fully support that <laughs> idea. Um, cool. That's it, that that is a very good update. Um, no pressure, Brett, but yours better be bad. <laughs> I don't think it's all that interesting. You'd have to be into <laughs> lime plastering. Um, yeah, so I, I finally bit the bullet or jumped in full on for the shower space in the forge dome. And, uh, I know I've been talking about it a little bit with the lime, lime plastering process, having never done it before. And obviously working with this product, uh, and trying to do a bang up job. So it doesn't just ruin itself when I turn the water on, um, I laid down, it's it's all these multi-step processes, right? And I'm a big fan of tedious and repetitive process. Totally fine by me, but did not realize how taxing it was going to be physically. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 
day one lay down a base coat okay got that day two lay down another base coat okay got that and then day three was mix all of the finished plaster up and you don't get to stop yep. until it's done and i did not know exactly what i was going to get into and it let's see, it was seven and a half hours i got done at three something in the morning and my body was done i couldn't lift my right shoulder <laughs> tried to offset both hands but not having the dexterity of my left hand i kept putting scrape marks in it you know oh, and like yeah. leaning the trowel and shit but i very much the way that i work especially when i haven't done something before i need to be able to kind of work through the process and understand why it's working the way that it does and sometimes the, i feel like there's projects where you're like i don't really know why it works that way it just did yeah with the plastering you do these multiple coats you're like i don't understand you're just like is it you're just building up yeah. a hydrophobic layer well no you end up doing this process in such a way that it creates this like they call it cream and it has this little velvety texture on the trowel and then like <laughs> well that's not what it looks like normally where did that come from and then you just like, <laughs> kind of keep spreading the peanut butter on and then you get this glassy finish with no pores and doing it in this in such the way and then you do the wash at the end and then you do oh so their recommendation is five days to let everything cure up yeah which is what it's currently doing and then i have to do two wax coats that's just like waxing your car you spray it up on there yeah. and then rub it down with a nice soft cloth and then well i have to put the grout but and then and then it's <laughs> ready were you uh, also plastering the ceiling or just the walls i did you did wow. i did yeah oh, you did i did the ceiling as well yeah i don't oh, think shit. i don't think you have to but in my mind it made sense to do it yeah. since i have very low ceilings for the overall house and i think at least in america you can kind of get away with if it's finished drywall and then a nice thick coat of primer and then your latex paint or whatever the water will never really go up mm. right yeah so like with such short ceilings it was just like there's there's no reason not to make yeah. sense i don't know that was definitely the hardest bit i mean i, yeah, I, think I was gonna say there's no reason not to other than the fact that it's going to destroy <laughs> your shoulders yeah i'm pretty sure that's what really killed it because like yeah. you get into every corner if you're just doing like a huge swath of it i feel like you could just run through it all day long it's the fact that you go and then you start to hit a corner and you're like okay lots of pressure but don't move the trowel very much. And then you go and like dig in a huge section. You can like scrape it back out. Um, but it looks amazing. I will, <laughs> I will say that. And, you know, I, I'm not the best judge because I've never done it before, but I've yeah. seen enough photos online. And the rep, who's like the customer service uh, person that was helping with the order, gave me enough of a heads up like hey it's a difficult process just be really mindful watch the videos a lot you know try and yeah. pay attention to where all the detail parts are and i think it killed it nice i, I genuinely do I, I don't feel like i'm i'm always that confident about the yeah. home renovation stuff like oh i kind of missed that stud a little bit you know when i reframed it yeah. this i really took my time trying to do it well it looks exactly the way that i expected it to color wise yeah and now i have a pound and a half of the darkest pigment and i don't know <laughs> what i'm gonna do with it but it's like leftover and i'm like i just yeah. want to mix that into everything and create this, like, <laughs> noir everything 
because the, the thing is with i know with plastering like it's it can be a super satisfying process to do because it kind of covers up previous mistakes and stuff like that but it will only do that if you actually pay attention like it's super easy to fuck it up and make it look worse um so yeah like i'm super happy for you man because that sounds like you did a great job dude (laughs) i I, yeah i don't i don't really often pat myself on the back that hard but i got done it was three o'clock i know i posted some stuff on the patreon instagram where i was wrecked (laughs) a couple (laughs) people were like wow you seem completely dead i'm like yeah i am um but yeah like just i stood in it for a bit and i was like holy shit that looks so cool yeah and the the little inset i made and framed out a little inset when i first did the space so I have yeah. like a little place for your shampoos and things on the sidewall. <laughs> and that, of course, was ridiculously complicated because you got to like trowel in and my trowel's too wide to go into the space. <laughs> and all, all these dumb, completely ridiculous things that no one else will ever have to worry about it because who yeah. line plasters? But um, God, I'm chuffed. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some photos when I get done. It was still drying and stuff. Yeah. So the color looked a little bit funny with the soap on it. But I'll send you guys some photos. <laughs> so, yeah. so happy. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Good stuff. What um, about you, Esteban? Uh, I have... I, I don't know what day it is. Um, what? What? No, wait. Monday. See, this is my issue. This Tuesday. is the whole time thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday we today. took more time off in between recordings, and it still feels like it was just yesterday that we yeah. did something. Um, what have I... Th- so, last week was work uh the weekend was what did i do at the week i did something interesting this weekend i don't remember what uh oh your uh water bottle reminded me actually al uh i saw my mate tom uh who is the guy that introduced me to linus text linus text tips tech tips uh and it was fun i've also i don't know if you can tell i've drank a lot of coffee (laughs) no i've barely slept (laughs) and i feel like shit um yeah, no, I, I've uh, I've gone back to um, gone back to not sleeping very well. Like my my insomnia has made a comeback. Uh, you know what doesn't help with that? What some of the best uh, NFL playoff games that I've ever been. Uh, at yeah, yeah. four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> For anyone listening who's been watching it, it's been incredible. Nice. I yeah I I have basically I've I've done work. I've done uh, research for work. And that's it. I've done nothing else this week. Um, but there's lots of good things coming. Um, I kind of, I think I spoke about it a little bit on last episode about the fact that the Forge channel is going to be making a bit mm. of a comeback. Um, and uh, yeah, see, that's that's two little yeah. Don't uh, call it out, goddamn it! Just <laughs> I can't not when you guys are pulling funny faces. Um, but yeah, uh, the Forge channel will be making a bit of a comeback uh, and some other secret stuff that's happening as well uh plus another very fucking cool interesting thing that i can't talk about that i'm going to tell you don't don't bring it up then just don't bring it up don't bring it up it it, would no because this this links into it so this was something that uh that we kind of i again didn't really talk about last year i just said might be happening um and it all went quiet but it's all kind of fired up again and it's all making a comeback again so for those those of you you ruined it you did all that hard work but i'm very tired uh so yeah uh for those that haven't guessed what the topic is this week it's comebacks um 
because everyone loves a good comeback. Like the the Spider-Man movie, if you haven't seen it by now, then I don't care that this might be a spoiler. But obviously you've got the guys from that making a comeback and making a return and it's really good and fun and awesome. I would, and, have, chosen, uh, I would have chosen The Replacements. This is a comeback movie. Wow. <laughs> 1997 called. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves still looks the same. True. Also, I, I can't take Brett seriously when he's drinking out of my Nan's teacup. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Al, do you want to yes, talk about this? Please. Yeah, um, go on. So, th- this was kind of um, inspired by being out of the game a little bit on the uh, virtual craft fair. And uh, similarly, kind of missing out on Fools with Tools treasure trade this year. There's this kind of feeling that you want to get back in it. You know, I want to get back in the saddle. Uh, want to make that that sort of not grand comeback. You know, not not fanfares, but I think yeah. for, for your for yourself, it's it's really satisfying and rewarding. And it's kind of like the the same sensation as closure, but it's obviously the opposite. It's it's the kind of the the rekindling in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, open chair. Um, and then straight after the, uh, the the craft festival, someone posted, I think, in Fields with Tools, um, that Rory had put a video up. Yes, uh, for the first time in and a long time. In fact, he he actually in the opening of the video, he had like a little counter, and it was something like eight hundred days since last video posted. <laughs> so it, and it, it felt really dramatic, and it felt really um, a kind of like everyone had been waiting for it but in true yeah. rory style it was incredibly humble and he was just he was just saying hello you know and and yeah. um but what i loved about it, it was it was it was not fan service it was not member berries it was the start of a new story and i think that's what's interesting about comebacks it's not just repeating the same thing again it's coming back and doing it differently or coming back and doing it stronger or coming back and yeah. doing it um with a new angle or with involving new people so i'm really stoked to see where rory goes with his new story i mean he's a great storyteller anyway but the yeah. fact that he's now got a new story to tell and hopefully he's his own story yeah um, i'm stoked about it um and then it just got me thinking about kind of getting back into things um you know revisiting things and and being able to have a different take on them um mm-hmm. and the opportunities that i get it's kind of kind of the 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 luxury of a second chance i guess i think yeah cuz like the whole idea of putting something down whether you are forced to or whether it's a mm-hmm. choice and and kind of walking away and coming back to it with a a fresh set of eyes i think is is really good um cuz i know uh Last year, I was talking a little bit about the amount of research and things I was doing for um, for video equipment for the yes uh, for the forge um, for stuff for filming stuff for YouTube um, and coming back it over the last uh, couple of weeks when we've actually been like right okay there is actually money for it let's do this properly um, and it's that whole thing of coming back in and looking at some of the stuff that I was looking at back then realizing that a you know some of the newer stuff yeah it's it's great and new and flash and everything but we don't need it yeah. and just being a little bit more um i guess realistic about what i um what i want uh and, or what we we want and what's what's worth having and what's not and kind of that uh i, I the only word i can think of is like extra maturity of yes. 
not just being like, oh, shiny things. I want to get all of the toys and actually going, right, does this add value? Does it not? Is this just a, a gimmicky thing? Do I need this? Do I not? Um, like, how is this going to improve the workflow or whatever? Um, and yeah, I think like having that that time away uh, helps when you when you're making that comeback it, it, because you're kind of you're reinvigorated, but also you've you've got the enthusiasm of being back, but you've not got the um, the kind of giddy excitement that you're going to get caught up in everything. It's like, no, I'm coming back and I'm going to do this properly. I'm going to do it better, and I know what I'm going for this time, rather than coming back and going, I don't know what's happening. Ah, everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that kind of uh, time away uh, and making a comeback like that, I think, is a really good thing. I, I do like that that maturity angle, and not just because chronologically it's later on and you're older, <laughs> um, but the, the the sort of reflection and yeah. the um, I've missed it, but I've missed it for these reasons. Yeah, because I think too often in 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 our creative community and, and you, you kind of you you feel like you have to get into the formula yeah you know we've talked about kind of the 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 social media trap of having to post brett you, you i think you you kind of finally succumb to like i don't have to be dictated to by this anymore you know i'm uh, i'm i'm my own boss um and that that stepping back makes you go like these are my priorities now and yeah. so then so then when you do come back to something you do revisit something you actually got a totally different perspective on it um and i i love that i love that as a as i said as an opportunity yeah like it's a gift to be able to get back into something but also it's a it's an it's a it's a, a positive kind of opportunity to go fucking hell yeah i can i can really give it a go this time yeah exactly and you're learn not, yeah you're not you're not going in and kind of because th that's the problem isn't it when you when you first get into anything mm. it's that um that kind of level of, of excitement and not knowing which aspect of it you want or where, where you want to go and just being kind of blinded by all the opportunities whereas when you come you, back you might have got you might have got into something for the wrong reasons originally yeah. yeah and 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 you weren't enjoying it properly you weren't living it to its potential you weren't really understanding it yeah, but then stepping away, coming back, and going, actually, no, I really fucking missed that. Yeah, because you, when when you're away from it, you realise what it is that you're actually missing, yeah. and that's the bits that you actually like, rather than going, oh, I like everything, and it's all stimulating and exciting. And yeah, because I, again, I think it's the like um, uh, I can't remember who it was that was talking about the Dunning Kruger effect uh, today that I was listening to. Um, but I think that's like part of it as well, because when you go into it, you don't know any anything, so you're excited and you you want to go in and you're like, oh, I I understand all of this. I know that I need to buy this bit of equipment, this bit of equipment, and this bit of equipment because I've read things that say these are good. <laughs> Whereas you kind of you go away and you come back to it, and you're like, actually, yeah. Now that I've thought I, about, I only it, I only ever needed this. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I, I don't I don't want to project, but I, I I get the impression from things Rory said is that he he felt that he was doing stuff for the wrong reasons. Yeah, he was he was doing YouTube videos for the wrong reasons, and yeah. he just had to step back. Yeah, uh, and now and now he's gone. Actually, no, you know what? I miss the engagement. Yeah. I miss those stories, and I miss you know people telling me back and 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 growing and learning from that. So now he's mm -hmm. gonna. I'm hoping he's gonna um, start owning it in the way that he he he's going to get the most out of it. Yeah. 
as opposed to, as I said, either people pleasing or, you know, doing what he thinks he has to do. Yeah. It's the same that's, for all of us. Yeah. And that's the thing is it is really easy, especially when you're first getting into something, it's really easy to get caught up in that. Well, everyone says I've got to do it like this. Therefore I've got to do it like this. Hmm. Like it's <laughs> like, I I realize it I it's something that I keep harping on about, but like January, everyone goes and joins up the gym and everyone everyone's like, Oh, I've got to do all the things that everyone else is doing, and I've got yeah. to buy this bit of equipment, and I've got to do this and everything else. And like taking a step away from it and realizing, like you say, like what what was important. Like, cause I obviously I had a couple years away from the gym. In fact, I had a bit longer than that away from the gym where I wasn't training consistently i wasn't training properly i was just kind of going back in and i was i was going back in very much with the attitude of oh, i should really be doing this and i should really be doing that um but then having that kind of reset opportunity a couple of years ago um and or a year ago and being able to say actually what is it that i miss from the gym like what what aspects of it what what is it that makes me want to go back and going right okay well i don't need to worry about this i don't need to worry about that i don't need to worry about this i just want to go in and do the things that i miss and and see the improvements that i want to see rather than worrying about how what anyone else is thinking or what anyone else thinks i should be doing um so yeah i think that kind of opportunity to step away and come back is is quite it's a great it's a great way to break bad habits as well yeah because if you do just stick at something um you, you you'll find that you're 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 not being economical you're not getting the most out of it you're not doing it the way you should or the way that's benefiting you yeah. or you're not or worse you're just not learning anything you know and, yeah. and you're just going through the motions yeah but you can come back in and go fuck i've you know I, i've done it before with with tools where i've not used something for ages i come back and pick it up and go holy shit i didn't even know it had that feature yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even know this could do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that 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 only comes with taking a break. Yeah, because a lot of that stuff comes. Like, it's not even like a a case of like consciously thinking about. It. It's amazing the amount of stuff that you process in your head subconsciously when you're you're away from a situation and you're not directly thinking about it, but it's just going. It's ticking over in the back of your head, and you come back to it and you go, "Ah, oh, yeah. Why don't I do it like this? Why don't I turn that upside down or put it in a vice or whatever?" Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a good. Sorry, yeah, Brett, go. <laughs> yeah, this is such a different take on it, though, because when we initially talked about the shopping very quickly, all I could think about was the uh, like coming back. It's all vengeance driven, or you got something to prove to everybody. All uh, right, yes. The comeback mean. idea in media and film is always like, oh, I lost, or I got beat yeah. by that person, and yeah. they're a bad guy, so I need to train training montage and then come back to prove something but everything you guys are talking about is less about proving anything to anybody else yeah it's Surely, surely it, it, that in itself if you're doing it for that reason it's the wrong fucking reason yeah. there you go so <laughs> so how often do you think people go to the gym yeah. in in your example steve where it's like no i got something to prove like i can yeah. look better i can be i gotta healthier. show can... them that i'm yeah. the don't, don't go to the gym yeah yeah <laughs> Because yeah. then the minute I feel like that's only going to add to a, a very cyclical mm. downward spiral where if you stop going to the gym after a couple of months and then you analyze that and you're like, well, yeah. I was out to prove something and then I failed at that. Well, I guess I'm just I a failure now. I, yeah. <laughs> so the idea that you guys are talking about where it's the 
the perspective gained or the knowledge gained or the finding out the true reason like why are you coming back to this thing why are you deciding apologies for the (laughs) sirens um yeah so actually coming back in a positive mental state or or for positive reasons and less about trying to prove anything i don't think that's often done See, it's it's I, new. It's it's like unique to me to hear you guys talk about it in such this way because it, yeah. it's a lot healthier. And to be fair, like that's instantly the way that I would think about it is kind of going away and um, like taking that time to to process, to to take a break or do whatever, and then coming back. Like I think the the kind of like revenge comeback. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I just I'd never think of it like that because it's it's such an unhealthy uh, way of doing it. And I, I think you're right. I think it is quite a popular thing in media for people to kind of show that kind of revenge or um, what's the other word? Uh, vengeance, justice. Vengeance. Thank you. That vengeance arc sort of thing. But like that again. That that's that's doing it because of someone else. And yeah. fuck everyone else. Do it for yourself. Like yeah. it's people get far too caught up in what other people think and are doing and and all of that and they just don't fucking matter (laughs) like just sort your own shit out and and do things because you want to do them not because yeah Um, however um the the... i mean other people do matter sorry yeah (laughs) so (laughs) i i think people do matter actually steve um (laughs) No, uh, on the on the flip side of that is you you coming back into a situation that involves other people, yeah, can be super healthy as well. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Because you 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 can bring something that previously you didn't have. So whether it's you've gone away, like cookies, and you've had, like cookies or gluten free cookies, um, or you could have um, experiences yeah. in that time off. You know, you could change your perspective. You could have learned new skills. Yeah, so, something could have something could have happened, and you've 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 returned and brought with you a whole new set of skills or tools, yeah. you know, literal or, or figurative skills and tools. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I think it's better for everyone. So yes, there's this kind of don't worry about other people's opinions, don't go into prove something, but coming back into a scenario, coming back into like a group of friends that you've not spoken to for a long time. Yes. You know where you're like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this because it's been too long. It's yeah. like, no, that that could be the exact amount of time that's fucking needed. Yeah, you know, and and everyone's the better for it. Yeah, I mean, I think like a lot of it depends on um, the reasons that you stepped away from the thing mm. in the first place. Like, I, it's funny you say that about um, seeing a group of friends. I I went into the comic book shop uh, for the first time in like five years. Um, the end of the Phantom year. Menace was five years ago, Tim. <laughs> Still hurts. Um, fucking love a space reference. Uh, but yeah, no, I went into the comic book shop for the first time in like five years, um, back before Christmas. Uh, and I saw Caleb and got chatting to him, and it was really nice. Mm. Um, but then I went back in uh, this weekend, um, just popped in very, very briefly to pick up a, a new game because some friends of mine that I have I barely ever see um we decided to have a regular games night because we wanted to kind of basically force ourselves to socialize with each other because otherwise we just never saw each other and we had to set something up so we're doing that so we've got this um it's kind of games night thing going on and um and yeah going in there i saw uh my friend mike who i've 
not seen in 15 years, uh, who's been back in the area for like a year. Um, but because we didn't have each other on social media, so I didn't know he was back and all of this. And so some of the other people that were working in the shop, and it was great because I was just in there and like went in and like snuck in and picked out a game and then went up to the counter and spent five minutes just going, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long to like eight different people. Um, yeah, it was really good fun. And I think like I'm I'm quite prone to uh, to messaging people out of the blue that I haven't spoken to in a very long time and saying like, hey, hi, hi friend. Like uh, I realize I haven't spoken to you in ages, but I just randomly was thinking about you. Hope you're okay. And I've I've had such a good amount of responses from sending a message like that, rather than like going, oh, there's got to be a really good reason. I've got to have an excuse to message them. Otherwise, they're going to think I'm weird for wanting to get back in touch. I'm like, no, I was just thinking about you the other day because I saw a Brussels sprout that looked like it had your face or something. And um, yeah, I think like being able to do that is a good thing. But like I say, if, so if you've had to step away from a project or a job or a industry or whatever like depending on the reasons you've stepped away if it's if it's a financial thing and it's just been a case of you've needed to to stop and take some money then you know may, maybe that has just been a case of you put your head down and you've worked for a year or two months or whatever to to get the money to start picking up that project again whether it's because you needed to get yourself back in a better headspace whatever i think understanding your reasons for stepping away um are very important to make sure that you you don't rush back into it um and that you get your comeback at the right time because i've i've done it before i've um i've given up on projects or whatever or hobbies or anything and rushed to get back into it because i've been keen to to start picking it up again but i've not been in the right headspace or i've not had the cash or i've not had the time or whatever and ended up getting disheartened because i've got this whole like hey yeah this is my comeback to whatever and then a week later or a day later i've gone fuck i don't have any time to do any of this and then six months down the line i'm realizing that i haven't met any of the promises i made to myself um so i think yeah it's important to be realistic about the the kind of comeback before you go for it but at the same time don't don't feel like you have to have a, a reason to pick something up or to message someone or whatever just if, if it's the right time, it's the right time. Just go and do it. Yeah. And then that, having that maturity again to, to put it down in the first place. Yeah. You know, this, this, this isn't doing it for me. I'm not doing it properly. I'm not committed. This is boring. You know, yeah. like, I, like. Are you just this, talking about the podcast? It's funny. Yeah, exactly. So we had, <laughs> so we had a break over Christmas. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> but it's funny you talk about gaming. I'm, I'm the same. Like yeah. I was massively into gaming and, you know, I'd be there day one sleeping outside hmv to get the console on release day and you know every new game that came out i was obsessed with um and then it got to the point where i just wasn't feeling it i wasn't yeah. getting stimulated by anything i felt like all the, these games were just like going through the motions um and there'd be the odd indie game that was like charming yeah. and beautiful but it would you'd play it for four hours and you'd complete it and then it was like yeah. oh, what, what would i do now and so i got out of it for a long time and i'm waiting to get back in yeah and it, it could be elden ring in a couple of weeks that yeah. gets me back into gaming i don't know um but i'm i'm being patient yeah. i'm not gonna force it you know 
I used to watch wrestling. I don't watch wrestling anymore. I yeah. probably never will watch wrestling again, but there's not been anything that's made me want to go, actually, I want to get back into this right now. Yeah. Um, and having that, when you're not in it, you can appreciate things a lot more and you can, you can, I think, evaluate things a lot better when you're not immersed in something. Yeah. You know, movies, TV. Got back into anime in a really big way recently. And it's made me see shows and directors that I'd never experienced before in a totally different light. Yeah. Things that I would have dismissed because I was in a rhythm. Yeah. Now I'm, I've got a whole lot more time for and a whole lot more respect for because you're not just, you know, stuck in this routine. Yeah. So, so going away, coming back and you're going, right, I'm going to, I'm going to rethink this, be, be a little bit more open-minded, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and it's amazing because now I've, I'm experiencing new things, even yeah. though I'm only, even though I came back just to do the same thing I was already doing, the experience is completely different. Yeah. I think that's, that's quite an interesting because it's the same with, um, like I, because I, obviously uh, live music has been has not been a thing for a very long time, um, and I was talking to someone the other day about it. And one of the things I used to love about the music scene in my hometown was the fact that there was a gig on twice a week, maybe three times a week, and I never used to look at who was playing. I just used to, I'd pay for a ticket and I'd go. Like it was, I mean, this is like small, like. 300 cap venues and like be a five five of for a ticket so yeah get a ticket go just go along have fun enjoy whoever was playing whatever genre it was doesn't matter um and the last few years like before covid hit i was so picky about what um what gigs i was going to who was playing are uh, i've not heard them before i'm not sure if i want to bother or i'm not really into that genre or whatever um and now I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm going to book a gig for like one gig a month. Doesn't matter who's playing. If it gets to the end of the month and I've not gone to see anyone, then fuck it. I'm going to see who's playing that weekend and just go and see a band. Doesn't matter who they are, what they're playing, just to get that live music in. Um, I mean, there's obviously other things that are going to stop me from doing that, but that's kind of the goal. And because I'm, I miss that, I miss, I got so... Um, caught up in just one specific aspect of live music and of genres and things like that. I was missing out on loads of stuff because my like my favorite thing on um Spotify is the fact that with the weekly recommends, every year for the last few years, I've created a playlist um that I can just add tracks to. So whenever I'm listening to a radio station or um a uh like let's say the, the weekly recommends thing. I can just go, this is a really good track. It's a completely different genre to what I'd normally listen to. I'm just going to add it to that playlist. And then, you know, six months down the line, I can go, oh, what was that song again? And I can go and have a look and then I can check out the rest of that band's um, stuff. Or you know, even to the point now, I've, I can go back to what I was listening to three, four years ago and go and like know what kind of headspace I was in and go, oh, fuck, I'd completely forgotten about this band or this song or whatever. Um because otherwise I do, I get stuck listening to the same six albums from 1994 and that's it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, so I think getting kind of being able to take a break and coming back to something again for the, for the right reasons and not getting stuck in a single, single like sub genre of whatever it is. Um, 
I think is a good thing because like you say, it's it's about remembering why you like the thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think so. This is just such a strange way of looking at this. Like you're you're using the words comeback in the same way, but you're revisiting these things, right? This yeah. this new perspective or whatever. So it's they are homonyms? No, not even homonyms, but <clears throat> everything is going through my head is this uh yes positive approach to a comeback you come out of the out of the darkness and you got nothing to prove and you just you're back healthier and you're you're gonna attack whatever the thing is that you're doing yeah you're talking about going to music venues and and revisiting old music or or coming back to things with the new perspective i guess i've never put it together that the comeback doesn't have to be a physical like your presence against mm. the world type of deal. It's a, it's just that it's a return. Yeah. Off the Mac. And that return can be to a battle, you know, in the in the metaphorical sense, like mm-hmm. like your traditional yeah. comeback. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back and win this time. But it's it's just the return to something that you 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 were previously at or in or involved in. Yeah. Um and I think the interesting spin on it is that you can make more of it when you come back. Yeah. And you are different and experienced or leaner or, you know, quicker, wiser, more empathetic. You know, what what is it that's that's changed about you, I think is the interesting thing. It's yeah. not necessarily that music has changed, you know, or that anime has changed. I'm still watching shows from 20 years ago, yeah. but, I, but it's me that's changed. But what an interesting way, I know I made the replacements reference earlier, yeah. but if if you look at it, a lot of those movies, especially the ones that were done in like the 90s. Rocky IV, comeback... Rocky IV, yeah. he can only make a comeback because he changes. Yeah. Yes. If I can change. If I can change. <laughs> you can change. Yeah, but. Uh, if he like just little... came back the same as Rocky III, he'd lose again. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There was, there was a movie called Little Giants that I remember watching when I was young uh, about peewee football. And yes. uh, like Sandlot, even I think to a certain degree is like a comeback story, right? I don't know. Um, all of these movies, uh, like my interpretation of them <clears throat> at the t- at the time was like lose training montage, go out to prove against the bad guy or whatever yeah. the evil force was. But I bet if I watch those movies now, especially post this conversation, there'd be a little bit more of like, oh, it's because they changed like they realized there was a shift a paradigm shift that happened in the characters even if it's a poorly written movie or i know that peewee football movie is not good but it's got rick moranis Moranis is in it yeah like the the redemption arc or the the like the comeback of almost every movie like that is person is too cocky Person gets every proved Tom, wrong. Every Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Tom person Cruise gets pretty proved good to, that they're an idiot. That's car racer. And then they go, oh, fuck. Then they have their training montage. They change themselves because they become more humble, more aware of their, what they are and of their surroundings. Less cocky. Go back. Make, have a comeback. Yay. Everything's better. But, I mean, I suppose that's, like, again, like, that's the interesting thing is that you're thinking of it very much from from that point of view um and yeah that it's not one that kind of popped into 
to my head. I wasn't thinking of the the film comeback. I was thinking of like the the comeback sort of thing, like the, what we've been talking about. And um, I would yeah, argue it, they're the same thing. They're one and the same. Well, that's what I'm agreeing with. I yeah. think in the end they are the same yeah. thing, and I misinterpreted them. Whether it was the way that it was like meant to be perceived by the media companies or whoever yeah. was making these movies, I feel like I always walked away with like, but he was really the stronger one in the end. Yeah, and he stuck it. The... He stuck it to them. Yeah, he, See, yeah. he worked harder. That's yeah. why he won is because he worked harder or they yeah. worked harder, and it was never about that. It was about the change. But I never perceived it as that. Mm. There was Rocky trained harder. He didn't rely on <laughs> electronics. Where you know, yeah. Drago had steroids and all these things. Rocky was pure of heart and did these things. <laughs> like that wasn't it. Rocky made like a political statement at the end. That was yeah, a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I think that's that's what I find. Um, well, that's what I quite like about a, a comeback, though, is the fact that it's you know you. There is always a change because you stopped, you stepped away, you or whoever stopped doing the thing for some reason because you know you, you have to stop doing the thing to be able to have a comeback. Um, so there's always a reason that you stopped. So that that reason needs to be negated before you can have a comeback, before you can go back to it. Um, and whether that's self-imposed or whether that's, let's say, it, it coming from a third party. So I think there's to have a comeback you need to have a change it's yeah it, it's kind of a prerequisite and i think i think to facilitate it um we as comebackies um have to be welcoming so if someone has taken a break yeah you know it it requires a, a level of kind of uh, inclusivity and openness to go actually yeah you're yeah. welcome back anytime yeah, in in whatever arena this is, yeah, um, you know, like you said, Steve, there might be a million reasons why somebody had to step away from something. Yeah, um, you have no idea what shit is going on in someone's life, um, yeah. so please welcome people back with open arms, no matter what the situation. Yeah, um, unless they, you're a scorned lover, then maybe don't. Yeah, <laughs> maybe but, not. <laughs> um, I think yeah, there, there's it, there are other people involved in this situation as well. Yeah, and I think it's it's important as well to because there is a, a temptation especially i mean in my head it's it's kind of the lad culture thing of mm -hmm. being like oh fucking finally back are you uh, fucking where have you been yeah <laughs> like that sort of shit like yeah. depending on the person like yes you might be able to get away with it with one of your mates and all of that but generally just as much as i don't want to quote them mm -hmm. just don't be a dick like just welcome your friend back whether yeah if they don't want to talk about why they were away don't don't go just where the fuck have you been yeah go back into that matter, routine yeah exactly just be happy that they're back be happy that they're that they're making this comeback and help them do the thing that it is whatever it is yeah encourage because you. what whatever it is is fucking spiffing Al, what's the order? Sab. Sab. That means that I am going first. So I am going to re-spiff someone who has recently made a comeback. Um, so last year, maybe the year before, 
um, I spiffed Rare Earth, um, the YouTube channel with uh, Chris Hart, 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 Hartfield? Hartfield, Hartfield, uh, the astronaut. Uh, his son uh, has a YouTube channel where he visits places and tells stories about those places. And some of them are really, really interesting. I really like the way it's shot. I really like the narration. Um, they're not necessarily about anything in particular, just about places and people. Um, and it's just done in, in a way that I very much appreciate. Uh, he hadn't done a video in quite a while, um, but I've noticed that uh, he's got a load of new vid new stuff out. Nice. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably because of COVID, so he probably wasn't able to travel much. Um, but yeah, he's made a comeback and he's spiffing. So... Cool. Uh, Rare Earth is my spiff. Al, you are next. I'm going to come back Ooh. to a spiff I made last week, Ooh. which was Nerd of the Rings, yes. um, an extremely in-depth, incredibly geeky uh, insight into some of the finer details of, of Tolkien's universe. Um, and my spiff this week is the Amazon Prime TV show the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, because they've pretty much straight after we had that conversation, they released a trailer for yes. the show, a little yes. teaser trailer. Didn't really give much away. There was a little voiceover. No. Really annoying. Yeah. However, the um, the teaser trailer was all practical effects, and it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and got me very, very excited for September of this year. Um, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, and I guess the you know the the franchise itself is is making a comeback. Um, yeah. And but but in a way that isn't about sequels or you know turning a ninety page kids book into three three and a half hour mm -hmm. films. Um, this is about you know a new perspective on that that world and those stories. Yeah. Um, and I'm stoked. And if yeah. you've not if if you've not seen any of the Nerd of the Ring stuff, I suggest you do it to sort of prime you for some uh, of the, the stories that they can tell. And then if you've not seen this little trailer, watch it because it's 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 like 10 seconds, but it's it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Good shout. And to be fair, if if you want to prime yourself for uh, it being launched in September, if you start watching the um, like the extended editions of Lord of the Rings now, you should just about <laughs> be finished by the time it comes around. Burn. Uh, actually, I actually have not watched them for years, um, I, and I've, I'm I'm really looking forward to to, to yeah. redoing them all. Maybe in a wanna. Yeah. Oh um, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't done one of those. In a while. I, I I used to do a one like a, a an all day marathon every year, Lord of the Rings. But I've, nice. not, I've not I've not I've not watched any of them for five years, maybe. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. No, I um I've already arranged to have a watch party with nice. um, one of my mates for when the uh, when they come out so we're going to do <clears throat> excuse me uh, a few days before we're going to do a watch party of all of the films and then when they actually like when the series is released we're going to have a watch party uh there and we're going to come up with drinking games for the watch party which i'm quite excited about we we <laughs> used to play a drinking game called ring and every time someone said ring or you saw ring you had to drink it's safe <laughs> to say that it was not <laughs> obliterated yeah oh my god uh nice um Good shout, huh? Yeah. Uh, Brett, you are the final spiffy. Oh, that's me. 
Right. So since we're talking about comebacks or uh, revisits on things, I know that online media platforms, pick your poison. Um, I happen to have access to HBO Max. And while working on the house reno, I've been playing the Miyazaki films kind of in the background. And the fact that they're all available on there and they never go on sale and who owns a physical copy of almost anything nowadays. <laughs> um, I had kind of forgotten and, and maybe just with some gained perspective over the last couple of years, uh, those films are really well done. They tell fantastic stories. The animation is great. Um, and I, I think as media goes, they, they tell their various stories, but like, I had forgotten how much I enjoyed Castle in the Sky. It's been Such a long a time since film. I'd seen that one. Or yeah. Lap- Lapida. Yeah. Whichever version you're watching. Um, Totoro being really cutesy, you know, but what a what a silly fucking movie. I love it. Um, and just being able to watch the the collection that they've got going on there. I I know that he's supposed to be producing another film i think call it the fourth comeback of miyazaki what is this oh that's beautiful nice so today uh, one of my colleagues sent me uh, there's a website called it's nice that which is kind of like a design blog um and it's beautiful it this article is from yesterday almost too beautiful to be true inside hayao miyazaki's genius and it's just really nice um behind the scenes sketches and watercolors mm. of all the oh, characters and so stuff. Good. So I will I will send the link that we'll also put in shouts because it's yeah. a really beautiful article. And I'll tack this on to the whole like new perspective of rewatching now. Um, having seen all of the films before, in the downtime before revisiting, I've learned more about Miyazaki and I've read more stories or I've seen little blurbs on him where he's like totally a broken, dark, kind of angry you know, he's got this hilarious perspective and outlook on life, but creates just nothing but beauty Mm. uh, to kind of offset it. So maybe just learning more about him as a person and the stuff that he creates has just made me appreciate watching these more now with the revisit or the comeback. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good shout. Um, Sorry, I got distracted looking at It's Nice That. That's a great website um but yeah i i yeah good good shout good spiff um my god the mononoke drawings i know (sighs) okay anyway move on uh yes uh back to the podcast um any other business from either of you gents Um, i've put the link and i'll put it in the shows to rich hall the canadian comedian uh talking about every tom cruise role ever <laughs> <laughs> yes they're, they're all about comebacks and it's a great little yeah. sort of four minute sketch yeah oh, i haven't watched ritual in ages i think i've seen him live i think i saw him live anyway uh yes um good stuff any 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 other any other business no no okay uh well if you want to catch us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Scream out of Compton. Yeah. Uh, also, that's a great t-shirt. Um, it's not a t-shirt. It's a sweatshirt. Oh. I, well, I can't see I can't see your 
shoulders. I can just see the. There you go. Uh, and if you want to find us as a group, Fools with Tools, uh, because that's what we're called. Um, that's it. Yeah. So until next week, we shall see you later. Because uh, next week, we're making a comeback. We're uh, back, baby. Yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, we love you and goodbye. Bye. Bye.